I want to briefly address the problem of infinite interpretations. Right now we live in a world where there is an infinite number of information coming our way at every single moment of the day. In fact, this exact handheld that you're likely listening to this podcast on is a doorway to uh, to more information than you can ever read in your life. And with all this information, there are an infinite number of plausible interpretations. Let's say there are anything between five and 500 people listening to this podcast, or, or that through the lifespan of this podcast are going to listen to it. Each one of those 500 people is going to have a different interpretation of my words. Because what I'm doing is I'm collecting a myriad of ideas and interpreting them to the best of my ability. But you each exist inside of your own world from your own perspective that's been honed by your own experiences. Through the art of articulation, through the art of ranting, I'm able to to construe a bridge between my understanding and yours, but I can't change your understanding whatsoever. So there are still two different perspectives. Each are correct to some respect of the original idea, of the original abstraction. And we have these sorts of conversations in order to increase and improve our, our own experience and understanding. Now, there's a problem with infinite interpretations for the reasons just noted. But also, and I'm going to tell you a quick little something like a story that I've heard from Sadhguru that I think is really useful. Two seconds. You had a bunch of scientists and a frog. The scientists cut off one leg and they saw that the frog jumped four feet. They told it to jump and they, sorry. Bunch of scientists in a room with a frog. They're trying to study something. They wanted to know the effect that cutting the legs off of a frog would have. They cut off one leg jumps three feet so they concluded that if you cut off one leg the frog would jump one foot less they cut off another leg and they found that this time it jumped two feet they cut off one more one feet and then they cut off the last leg and they told the frog to jump and nothing happened And so, the scientists concluded that if you cut off all four legs of the frog, the frog becomes deaf. (laughs) I really like this parable because it's, it's a really good reminder of the flaw in interpretation. We are limited by our perspectives. That doesn't mean we shouldn't use our perspectives. It means that there is a recognition 
embodied in our experience of our flawed, limited selves. It's very easy to go on rants about the Illuminati or to go on about how Freemasonry um, changed quote-unquote Donald Trump's personality in the middle of his career. It's easy to come up with conspiracy theories based on shallow evidence although you can say that it's a whole lot of evidence because of how much information you have access to you have access to an overwhelming encyclopedia of infinite amounts of data and so it's fairly easy to either look for to seek and to encounter information that aligns with your theories of life and how it works now I do want to make a distinction between what we've called conspiracy theories and what we can call conspiracy facts it is true that people conspire And it is true that they do so for reasons we may or may not understand. (laughs) Holy shit, there's a beaver. (laughs) I'm uh, I'm looking out my window and there's a beaver in, in, in the parking lot. That is wonderful. What are you doing there, buddy? I remember this episode in Star Trek, and although I haven't seen the series, my grandfather uh, very much loves to watch TV on his Cody box, and so I've encountered a few episodes of Star Trek. There's this one episode where this woman, droid-like woman, plugs her brain into a computer that is a collection of information about the universe. And halfway through the episode, she goes absolutely bonkers because she's coming up with this. She's coming up with... She thought that they were going to be invaded due to some very large conspiracy between all these different factors that were happening. And the reason why that happened that way is because when you're connected to an infinite amount of data, it's easy to look at how coincidental everything is. How everything seems to connect and intermingle and layer itself in different domains of human experience. That itself is fascinating. But with shoddy perceptions, as many of us do indeed have, and shallow perspectives. It's easy to be misinformed. We don't live in the age of information. We live in the age of misinformation. And so the value 
is proposed on top of our perception. How good are we from distinguishing fact from fiction? And what exactly is the difference between the two to start with? Namaste, my friends. Be mindful.